Hi, everybody. It's episode 436 of PodQuest. Hey. Hey. It's Wednesday, December 21st, 2022. I am Chris. With me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. Hello. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. You know, not too bad. Chris's shopping is done. What'd you get me? It just all has to get here. Um, me. That's a really shit present. I, look, it's all you get. It's all you deserve this year. That's harsh. I'd rather have coal. I mean, I did one year for Christmas make my, my, my brother-in-law, or my half-brother's kids and stepkids coal. Like, it's like edible. I think it's just like basically Rice Krispie Treats or, no, it was like Oreos crunched up and made like Rice Krispie Treats and then dipped in chocolate and then powdered with chocolate. So it was like coal consistency. It was funny because those kids were bad. <laughs> and that's all I could afford for them because I'm always broke at Christmas time. You're just always broke. You don't have to qualify it. No, it's generally around Christmas time when things go to shit and I don't really have a lot of money. Like, I had to buy a dryer this year. Um, a couple years ago, I had to get a new, uh, heater, like, and it's just, like, the heater, like, it's, it's a monthly payment I have to do for that, the dryer, like, that'll be paid off by the, by February, um, otherwise I get a 150% interest rate on that fucking thing. Cool. So, yeah, it was, it was at, like, the, I think it was, like, Harbor Freight or whatever, it used to be Sears, uh, uh, dent, scratch and dent, um, that, like, they have a, oh, you can set up a payment plan. And I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. Because I don't have $500 to pay, put down right now on a dryer. And it's like, yeah, if you, you it's it's like a five-month payment plan. But if you pay it off in three months, or in a 100 days, you get a discount. No, I don't get a discount. I just pay off the normal rate. It's not a discount. Because it's 150%, I guess, of what's left. Or something like that. I it, don't really Honestly, remember. a lot of those things, it's a hundred percent. It's like whatever they're going to charge you against the original amount, not what's left. Yeah. Yeah. Which is almost basically charging me a thousand dollars for a, uh, a wash, a drying, a dryer, which still doesn't fully dry my clothes. And I need to call them and see if I can get like a new one, basically, because it's not working properly. I still have, I have the, I have to find the warranty because I got a warranty, uh, the basic. Um, now, are you sure you're just not overfilling it? That might be what it is, is I'm putting too much in there, but it's also, like, I'm not really putting that much in there, but who knows. Also, did, like, your vent get cleaned out when you switched dryers? I can I can feel a lot of air coming out of the vent, like, but I, I, I didn't, I didn't actively clean it out. Um, I asked my uncle if the vent would be a problem if we needed to clean it out, and he, I, he was like, nah, it's, it should be fine. So, I should ch- look through that and see if there's a clog somewhere in there, but there, I don't think there is. I mean, you could always just start hanging your clothes outside. Yeah, and, and then they'll freeze right now. It's, that's fine. Preserves them. <laughs> but yeah, usually during Christmas, I tend to have the least amount of money. We'll stop breaking shit in November, and you'll have a little bit more money in December. I don't break things. Things just break. I don't know, man. If it keeps happening, it's got to be you, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, probably. Probably. Uh, well, what's on the agenda? On the agenda, um, we watched Batman Returns this week for Book Club, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to uh, have a, a discussion about Ash and Pikachu retiring, and the fact that I beat Violet for the third week in a row that you did not put on this outline. Yeah, because we talked about Pokemon for like 12 hours already. 
But we didn't, I didn't, we didn't talk about the end game and beating it. But that's only you. We talked to me and Drew are still making our way through it. And you're not going to get through it for another two months. Yeah, exactly. That's when we'll go through it. Um, but then also Dragon Ball Super, uh, their manga returns, uh, I guess with, uh, Trunks and Goten are teenagers. Yeah. It's um, weird. and, and I, uh, played Mega Man X2 this week. How many X games are there? Eight, I believe. Okay, so you actually, this won't be quite as long as uh, the Mega Man ones were. I mean, it's only three weeks, Glass. There's 11 Mega Man games, there's eight X games, I, and then there's the Zero games, which I'll work through eventually. I thought there were 12 Mega Man games. Is it only 11? Is there, is there, there are 11 numbered Mega Man games. Yeah, there's 11 numbered, I guess. Because then there's Mega Man yeah. and Base, which is not available oh, in any collection. Right. That's a weird one. Mm-hmm. But what did you guys think of Batman Returns? I loved it, man. I loved it. God, were movies in that time horny, man? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it was such a horny movie. Yeah, and it's like, watch, like, I haven't watched that movie in 20 plus years. Same. Um, mm-hmm. And it's one of those, I remember a lot of those lines. I didn't remember the, like, innuendo in all of those lines. <laughs> Christopher Walken said, plenty of poontang. Well, there's also the scene where um where Catwoman goes to see Penguin and Penguin uh-huh. like jumps on the bed and says like just the yeah. pussy I was looking for. Yes, yes, there's that. Um uh I meant to I unfortunately I was working while watching this. Um and I meant to write down or jot down some of the ridiculous one-liners. Um especially the horny ones cuz those just made me laugh the most. But like Hear Christopher Walken saying, like, being mayor is going to get you plenty of poontang. Like, fucking Christopher Walken saying poontang. Just greatest movie of all time. <laughs> greatest movie of all time. Man. It, like, it, it really, I forgot how much, like, just stupid fun that one was. Cause I saw the 89 Batman not that long ago. And, like, it's a very good Batman movie, but it's also much more serious and, like, darker in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But this one was just, like, Yep, our villains are just over-the-top bullshit. Yeah. So, like, I I think, while I was watching this one, and just, like, trying to remember, I don't think I've ever actually seen... I probably have. I just have zero memory recollection of seeing 89 Batman. Oh, man, it's so good. Like, I don't... I've seen clips of it recently. Do you ever dance with the devil I'm in just, the pale moonlight? Where, like, I've I've seen clips where, like, Jack Nicholson will be the Joker being the Joker, and I'm just like, I don't remember any of this. I don't. I, like, most of my Batman memory comes from uh, Forever and Robin. So two um, bad ones. Those were, I, I mean, I was old enough to remember them, and we watched them the most for some reason. That's... They were on TV. We didn't necessarily watch them the most. They were on TV the most. Fair. Yeah, that, that tracks. But also, I'm with... Richie, like, I have very little memory of, honestly, either of those first two Batman movies. Like, it's yeah, just I definitely, been so long. I've definitely seen Returns the most, but it has been, like, 20 years. Yeah. I just, I have a very good memory for stupid movie things, and I don't, I didn't hate Forever and Batman and Robin, but, like, I don't really have any fondness for either of them, other than, like, Jim Carrey as the, as the Joker was just... Riddler. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Riddler was just the best casting they could have done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but like everyone else, they've cast like Tommy Lee Jones was fine. Like he was nothing special. Um, I don't particularly like what's her face. So her as um as Poison Ivy was forgettable. And my bi- so biggest problem with those movies is Mister Freeze. That was post Batman the Animated Series, 
where they made Mr. Freeze like a legitimate villain with a tragic backstory. Um, mm-hmm. And then they do this movie where they make him a fucking joke, but with the same backstory. Yeah. And like a, like a fucking bodybuilding joke. Yeah. I mean, cause I, when you, when you get Arnold Schwarzenegger in a, in a role that's supposed to be like a super smart, intelligent character, and, and I'm not saying Schwarzenegger's dumb or anything, but when you get a meathead looking char- uh, actor like him wow. in a smart this man role, just called Arnold Schwarzenegger a meathead. I said a meathead looking actor. <laughs> And put him in a role of a character that's supposed to be extremely intelligent. You unfortunately dumbed down that character. But like they, they literally had a fucking song and dance number. They did. They did. They had him trying to trying to have uh, uh, his goons learn the the freeze miser song. Um, and it's just like it's, it's it's like they just they just increased the camp in those later movies. That was Batman and Robin, much. I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and. I- I think that one is actually the more maligned of the two. Like, I think people have come around a bit on uh, Batman Forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's um, Batman and Robin that no one particularly looks on fondly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, Batman Forever has uh, has has Robin saying "Holy rusted metal, Batman," and Batman being confused and him just looking down like the metal is rusted and holy. It's great. It's great. I mean that but, that actually isn't bad, but then Batman and Robin has that fucking just terrible um uh uh the the scene at the the auction where they're bidding on like a date with Poison Ivy and Batman pulls out his fucking platinum Batman card. Right, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As if as if like now no no as like yeah, everyone knows he's fucking Batman. He's wearing he's holding a fucking platinum bat card. And like it literally what says Batman on, on it as the name. But oh, my I will say at least all four of those movies had the same Alfred, uh Michael Go or Goff. I'm not yeah. sure how to pronounce his yeah. last name. That like he was very much Alfred. And like Eric when we were watching Batman Returns, Eric and I were talking like he was such a good Alfred and mm-hmm. he was. Like, the way, like, when I read comics, like, when I read comics, it's very much the animated series Batman in my head. Sure. Um, but Alfred is always that Alfred. Like, that, like, more proper, like, just, um, buttoned up Alfred in the comics. Mm-hmm. Versus, like, your Michael Caines or your fucking Jeremy Irons, who are, who are just a, a little bit more rugged. Yeah. Yeah. Or then even Gotham's Alfred, who's just a pure badass. Oh, right, yeah, Sean Pertwee. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Even, um, fucking, uh, f- uh, Smeagol. What's, what's that fucking dude's name? Andy Serkis. Yeah, him in, in The Batman. I haven't seen The Batman yet. Yeah, I mean, he's Alfred in watched... The Batman. Oh, wow. I did, I don't, I actually don't think I knew that. Spoilers? Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not, it's a casting. It's not a spoiler. Like, if somebody got mad at you for saying that Alfred was that Andy Serkis was casted as Alfred and got mad at you for spoilers, you have every right to punch him in the face. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's just, that's not a spoiler. At least for, like, casting of that character. Like, it's a Batman movie. There will be an Alfred. If it was, like, True. some unknown villain that people didn't yeah. know was going to be in the movie, that maybe, maybe, I personally, who gives a shit, but I could see someone getting mad, like, oh, I didn't know this character was in that movie, but it's like, Oh, I didn't know Alfred was in this movie. What the fuck? It's a Batman yeah, yeah. movie. We shut yeah, up. Yeah, but it's, when James Gunn well, surprise casts Henry Cavill as Condiment King, that's going to be a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, when it comes to Batman Returns, back to the movie in question, um, I 
I I adored everything about it. I want to ask: Is uh is Penguin supposed to be that grotesque? No, like, I thought he was just a dapper guy. Uh, he's not even a dapper dude. He's like an old fat like crime boss. Like okay, um, and he's short, so like he does waddle in. <laughs> Usually is like how it's depicted, but it's because he's old, fat, and short, and has kind of been through the ringer. But he doesn't have wing hands or no. the big long nose. Well, he does have a longer nose, but not like the not like that. Like he is not like a the, disformed, yeah, okay. like mutant of a human. Same thing with Catwoman. Like Catwoman has yeah, no special powers. She she's not. She doesn't have legitimately have nine lives. Like how they were playing that out in this one. Yeah, uh, and it was just like, like the way the, some of the, some of what they did with it was just like this is a little little too much. But I understand it's a kids movie. No, this to, was not a bringing, kids movie. Look at all the fucking sex jokes. It's a kids movie. It's a Batman movie. It's a it's a it's a Tim Burton Batman movie. It's a kids movie. This the, any of those sex jokes would have gone over any kid's head. Like we've all seen this movie as a kid. Like it is. Even nowadays, I think this is tame enough for it to be considered a kids movie. No, they, this would not have been released. At, this would have been at least a PG thirteen if it was released today. You know, I, my parents brought me to PG thirteen movies when I was under ten years old. That explains a lot about it's you. Parental guidance under thirteen—that's what that means. I, that, my parents guided me when I was under the age of thirteen to this movie, and that explains a lot about you. What does that, what does it explain? It explains nothing. It explains I had a, a decent childhood where my parents took me to see good movies. Does it? I mean, I didn't get stuck just watching Disney and stupid. What's wrong with Disney? Kid only movies. I mean, back then where there wasn't as many Disney movies coming out as there are now. But like, there was probably a lot of just bad kid only movies like The Wiggles, the movie or whatever. No, man, you had, I don't, we had like The Big Green and A Kid in King Arthur's Court. And those baseball those movies. Were, yeah, those baseball movies. All the it? Angels in the Outfield movies. Yeah, Angels in the Outfield, Rookie of the Year, and Little Big League were all within, like, three years of each other. <laughs> yeah. And all involved a child somehow either becoming, working with, or owning a baseball team. What What was the one where he was the good pitcher? Rookie that was of the Rookie year. of the Year. Rookie of the he Year. Broke, gosh, he okay. broke I his just... arm, and then somehow after breaking his arm, he was able to um, throw the fastballs. Yeah. yeah. And then... Uh, Angels in the Outfield, I believe, was um, jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yes. Where he saw Angels <laughs> and knew when the they team was going to be outfield. good. Yeah. And then Little Big League was like the kid whose who's, like, grandfather owned the Minnesota Twins. <laughs> my, my favorite was Angels in the Outfield, where it's like, oh, yeah, we'll take them to the playoffs, but they can't. They, we're not going to help them in the playoffs. Yeah. That, like, <laughs> it's like, the fuck? Why? Like, what the hell? What, does, what, what kind of sense does this make? Look, man, they they have they have to have some sort of standard. <laughs> They're so standard. You you cheated for this team all year, and now you have to let them know. Oh, you were actually terrible. It's not cheating if it's the intervention of God. <laughs> you know, you probably got me there. Probably got me there. You're you're probably not wrong. Um, but that is a ethical and moral dilemma that I'm sure we're not going to get into on this and uh, theological on this podcast and theological. Yes. Uh, but so, uh, going back to like Batman or to Catwoman and, and Penguin. Um, so in Batman, the animated series, and I only know this cause I, I was just recently watching it. Um, they actually modeled, um, Catwoman in the series all, more off of Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. So like the Catwoman character is more aligned with the comic book counterpart. Like, She's a thief. Um, she kind of like masquerades as like a socialite. Um, but she has blonde hair and blue eyes. 
So the first time you see her in in the in the show, like as like Selena Kyle, she's like this blonde woman. You're like, who the fuck is this? Um, and yeah, it's because th- that she was introduced into the cartoon shortly after this movie, so they designed her to look closer to the Michelle Pfeiffer version. Which which makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I I one thing that like crossed my mind while I was watching this was they got into. The Catwoman costume montage very fast, dude. Within ev- a half hour, I believe everything seemed to happen so quickly in a way that, like, and I remembered it taking so much longer for certain things to happen. And in this one, it was just like bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Uh, the thing that crossed my mind was if this were a movie that were made today, it would be an hour longer, and the Catwoman montage wouldn't have happened for another hour. Yeah, that would have been the. There wouldn't have been all those like scenes with Catwoman like earlier in the movie the way they did it. Mm-hmm. Like, the scene where, like, yeah. she does, like, the unnecessary flips up to Batman and Penguin, and then says meow and the building explodes, would have not happened until mm-hmm. far later in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, like, that, I will say, that, that whole, like, her having, like, a meltdown after, like, dying, coming back, I get, but also just seems so random. It really did. It, it is, it's, it is confusing. Like, did she, is, was her death the reason she had the breakdown or was she already mid breakdown when she was killed to push her to that point. But like, they kind of showed that she was kind of at a point during the riot when she shocked the guy who was already knocked out. Like they were showing that she's like, she's on an edge. Oh yeah. No, like, like I think her getting pushed out of a building by her boss was just the thing that pushed her all the way over. But like, just the way she went about that meltdown just seems so weird. Like, who destroys everything in their apartment and then decides to make a fucking leather cat suit? Uh, yeah, yeah. And like, it's just it's how how did she make a full body cat suit out of one normal sized coat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was also the. It, it was just it was weird. A, a lot of the choices they made for that was just very weird, but it was also very nineties. Oh yeah, like it just it worked. Um, it worked for its time. Uh, I'm trying to think. I wish I could remember some of the good one-liners. I remember, I think Catwoman at one point said, like, I'm hungry. And, and Batman throws to the ground and said, eat floor. Yeah, that, that sounds <laughs> that, that That happened. Definitely happened. That was not a good one-liner. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't. That was, like, that's really the one of the only memorable ones that I can think of right now. Oh, here's the other thing I wanted to bring up. Batman is a murderer. He killed at least three people in this movie. Yeah, that, I I forget. Is this the one where he literally just hands somebody a bomb? Yes. Okay. He, he gave he gave the big guy a bomb and f- pushed him down a hole. Flat out, he killed that guy. Um. Then there was another guy that he straight up murdered. I can't remember how. Um. And then I'm blaming Batman on this one. The scene where he crunches up his the Batmobile into like just that little fucking dildo. Um. And goes through the, 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 the small passage. Yes, this movie was very horny. Um, I don't know. You definitely cars, made that way more sexual than anybody else. The three cop cars that, that crashed into that. I'm sure at least one cop died. And that's on Batman. No, no, that's on that's them on for driving recklessly. They were chasing someone. Yeah, the, but who, they couldn't fucking stop. They couldn't see the building that their car was obviously not going to fit past. Not when, not. Not when the car in front of them has a fucking jet engine and has smoke coming out. No, I I still call bullshit. 
that that is on them. That is on them for thinking they could fit through a thing that Batman had to shed ninety percent of his car to fit through. A car that's pitch black and stealth that you can barely see, and they're probably following. Man, it was the jet engine. It, it was damn near daylight out. It was the middle of the night because it was Batman. It's always dark in Batman. I don't know. You could see I, that car pretty well. But I, I, he, he killed at least. I can't remember what the second like actual straight up murder was. Um, I mean, I think he like he, threw like, somebody he, off a ledge. He yeah. did hit a man very hard in the face with a steel pole. Um, which if not killing them, definitely created like some permanent yeah. brain damage. Yeah, and it's like that, that's that's like the funny like everyone's always like, oh, wait, Batman's not a murderer. Batman's not a murderer. He doesn't kill. But like he in all of these movies, he has killed with the exception of this one. He actually didn't. Have a hand. He didn't directly kill either of the villains. So in this movie, in this particular but, era, like that whole thing was not as like Batman wasn't as sort of well developed as he is now. Like mm-hmm. throughout the like the fifties, sixties, seventies, and everything, like he definitely had the like not killing thing. But like most people remembered him at that point for the sixties show, um, where he didn't kill, but it was like campy over the top. So when it came yeah. to the movies, like, they went in the polar opposite direction and went for the very grittiness without really thinking about the fact that, like, he is not, like, out to just murder people. But he will mm-hmm. he will put them into a position where, like, they will never walk again or feed themselves. Yeah. Um. So here's my question. Why did the Penguin have a bunch of fucking clowns in and circus people? Um. Uh, they were the circus gang. They had brought brought it up they were a certain they, 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 they were, were the a red, different gang. they were the red triangle gang is what batman call, calls them um but i just i more meant thematically the and i understand what they were going for that like he he saw himself as a circus freak so he surrounded himself with circus freaks but like i just think it's funny that like the previous movie they had the joker and the joker didn't do that hard like mm-hmm. his his guys were like clown ish but it was the 80s still this is like three years later in the '90s, so they just went full like clown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was silly. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a little. It was. It was out of uh, out of left field kind of type of thing. Like it just. It didn't really make a hundred percent sense, dude. But I, I will say the fucking like I forgot how good Danny DeVito looked as the Penguin. Like they did a very good job with that whole aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Like just like the black teeth and like the black drool all the time. And that mm-hmm. whatever that awful bodysuit he had on was that just made him look misshapen and gross. Uh, uh-huh. Like when he bites that man's nose off and he just like the rest of the scene is just him like talking about how he wa- he wants that woman just as blood's running down his face. Yeah. Yeah. And then I don't know if either of you guys caught it, but by like the midway, like after Batman has like his first confrontation with Catwoman, um, her suit is all frayed and ripped after that. Like not just in that immediate scene. But when she goes to talk to Penguin in his little, like, loft room, um, if you yeah. look at, like, parts of her costume, like her shoulder and stuff like that, like, the thread's all loose, there's actual, like, tears in it. I did not. Yeah, but her but her arm was completely re-stitched together. Yeah, I mean, she obviously took some... She got hit with napalm, according to her, because Batman apparently just carries napalm to throw at people now. Because um, he's a murderer. But... <laughs> <laughs> he's a flat-out murderer, man. But um, she had to take some of the fucking fabric and stitching from the other side. It, you know, it's it's like when you get skin grafts after a burn. Like she took some of the yeah. she took some of the fucking stuff off her ass to put on her arm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I did notice that it was frayed. Like, like that that bothered me. Like, all right, the arm is not 
still destroyed, but everything else is, like, stretched out a little bit or, like, showing more skin and whatnot. I was just like, what about the arm, though? The arm was completely destroyed. Yeah, I just like that they kind of, like, leaned into the fact that, like, she is not, like, a proper criminal that, like, suddenly just always has, like, a brand new suit. Mm. Yeah. Um, I've also always been confused at the fact that at the end, um, the only way he can take off his fucking cowl is to literally destroy it. <laughs> it's because this is this is the era that he can't move his head, and so no. his cowl is shoulder up or whatever. I under- No, I, I understand why <laughs> they did it, but it's like, motherfucker, you take that thing off every day. You do not have a different cowl every single day. There had <laughs> no. to be another way. My no, my favorite thing about it though is that that's supposed to be like some sort of fucking hard rubber to protect his head that he can just tear off with no problem. Uh huh. Like, well, the the hard is... part is actually the top around the face. Nah, he's good. No one hit but Batman in the he's face. Still, he's still got to get protected around the head itself, and he's able to just rip off this hard rubber mask that like is so stiff he can't turn his head. And he has to turn his whole body, but he can just rip it off, no problem. He's Batman. He's a human. No, he's Batman. That kind of that kind of rubber is very hard. Not for Batman. All right, I'll have to. Ha- <laughs> we'll have to. We'll have to see if Kevin Costner can still do. Who? Kevin Costner, right? <laughs> this ain't Field of Dreams. Try again. You're. Uh, I um. I'm lost. Then Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Why did I think Kevin Costner? No fucking clue. Kevin Costner was Superman's they dad look, in the they new look, movies. They look very much similar. No, they don't. They do. Why did I think Kevin Costner? Yeah. But whatever. Michael Keaton. We'll have to see if Michael Keaton can still do. Nah, I'm pretty sure he could. He was the Vulture. He he was also Birdman. Yeah, exactly. He still got it. He, he did that commencement speech a few years ago where he ended it saying, "I'm Batman." Yeah. Oh. Uh, anyway, any last things you want to say about Batman Returns? The best Christmas movie I've ever seen. It is a pretty good Christmas movie. Uh, like they end it with Merry Christmas. Like the last lines are Merry Christmas and goodwill towards men and women. Yeah, I wonder when it actually so, came out. Um I hope it released at Christmas time. June. It came out in June. Yeah, uh, no, it sounds <laughs> yep. Oh, that's awesome. Good job, Tim Burton. He's, he's, oh my god. Just in time for Christmas in July. That's the best. Um <laughs> so I having read through the wiki the other day uh, or yesterday after watching did you know that they wanted to have Robin in this movie? I do remember remember hearing that. And I think wasn't um wasn't Billy D. Williams also supposed to have like another cameo f- to set up uh, Two Face again? Uh, quite possibly. Uh, or they definitely still wanted to have Harvey Dent, so I'd imagine it still would have been Billy D. Williams. But did you know who they wanted to play Robin? Like had cast as Robin, but then they changed the screenplay. Who? Haley Joel. Fucking Marlon Wayans. Really? Apparently. Like... That's... B- b- how old was Marlon Wayans at the time? Good question. I mean, he would have been young. But, like, this is, what, 90 what? 92, so you're not... 92. 91 filming, probably. Yeah. Oh, where did that go? He would have been 20. Okay. Yeah. Marlon Wayans I, is 50 years old. Yeah, I mean, if you're going for... If you're still going for that older Batman or older Robin like you did in uh, Forever, then, yeah, it makes sense. I, I, I honestly, I mean, yeah, I kind of expected them to go for, like, maybe a kid or younger. No, I don't think they would get, a, honestly, like, I just don't think they would get away with that in live action. Yeah. Like, like, putting, like, a kid into the Batman movies. Because, like, those Batman, I, like, they get away, they get away with Spider-Man because Spider-Man's more of a hopeful character. Batman isn't. 
Mm. Like, Batman's fucking dark and literally recruits children to be his fucking soldiers. Yeah. So. But, uh, Rich. Yes. What are you picking for next book club? I don't know. I was trying to think of that. I figured I out. reminded you like two hours ago. You did, and I was working two hours ago up until now. Um, up until about 20 minutes ago, and then forgot. But, like, a lot of the movies that I've been thinking of are just, like, are are rental, or, or, or pay, or, or not available. Uh, like, what, what did I just, I just searched, uh, I honestly, because you were talking baseball movies, I, I, I thought of, I thought about Sandlot, um, but that's, uh, not available anywhere, I don't think. Yeah, you need premium subscriptions for most of it. Well, I mean, it's still the holiday season, how about a holiday movie? Holiday movie. We can, Is there a New we, Year's movie? We can Is watch. Movie Ji- we can watch Jingle All the Way Two again. No, thank you. It can, it can be. It no, can be an you. annual tradition. <laughs> no, no. I'm. I'm good without that. We're fine without that. Um. Let's. Uh. See. You know what? Let's just open HBO Max and see what pops up. It's still loading. Wow. Why are you still loading this long? Oh, you updated your terms. I mean, there's one of those really bad, like, has all the stars movies literally called New Year's Eve. There is one of those. Um, you know what? You know what? Jurassic Park 1. Is that available somewhere? Yeah, it's on HBO. Really? All three of the original trilogy are on there. Oh, hey, yeah, look at that. Actually, is the new Jurassic World on there? No, that movie is less than six months old. Black Adam's on there? Yeah, that's a WB movie. I don't think Jurassic Park is. Or is it? Uh, no, it's it's not on there. Apparently, that movie is very bad. Yeah, I know. I wasn't going to say we watched it. I, that was just kind of for me to see if it was on there. So we're, we're doing Jurassic Park? <laughs> yeah, let's do Jurassic Park 1. What was that? Original Jurassic Park. 1993? I think so. Something like that. All right. So in two weeks, see- on January 5th, we'll be watching Jurassic Park. Okay. I'm down for it. Sound good to you, Drew? Sure. Jurassic Park is a perfectly fine movie. Better than some of the movies we watch. Fucking sure is. <laughs> can't can't possibly be worse than Swiss Army Man. No. Almost nothing can. Oh, I'm sure we can find it. That's why I said almost nothing. <laughs> S- Superman 64, the movie. I don't know. That could actually be really interesting to see how they ended up making that shit into... No, a... no, 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 no. It's Superman 64, the movie. You know, like, Street Fighter, the movie, the game? That's a good game, though. That's a solid but fighting game. But they, but, no, it's but we're going opposite. <laughs> we're going opposite. We're going Superman 64, the movie. Did, so, did Superman 64 have any sort of narrative? I have yes. no idea. I, is, is, could you get past the first level? Yeah, it's not E.T. It's bad. It's not E.T. bad. Something about, like, Lex Luthor fucking... Unleashing fucking kryptonite gas all over Goth or Gotham, fucking Metropolis. <laughs> that tracks. That seems like a Le- Lex Luthor fucking move. Th- th- that's yeah. why it has all the fog. It- it's not fog. It's fucking kryptonite gas. That tracks. I believe that. So Ash and Pikachu are officially retiring. They became the champions, and now they're done. Yeah, they are. Um, the uh, twenty-five years. Of Ash and Pikachu being the face of Pokemon, uh, and they're finally putting them. I was gonna say putting them to pasture, but that's <laughs> not what they're, they're not fucking killing them. Killing them they're not guys. Killing them. <laughs> Pikachu's turning into glue, <laughs> but they're 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 hanging up Ash's hat, and they're uh, hanging they Ash. Are... Jeez, no, his hats. They're hanging up his hats. Um, Which hat? <laughs> I've, all of them. 
All of them. They're just all going to be hung. Do you think and, every um, season he, like, leaves a new hat at home to, and, like, has to go on, like, a shopping trip to find, like, what the next, like, region's hat's going to be? What I think it is is he goes to, like, the duty-free store in the airport before he gets to the next region and just buys whatever <laughs> hat he sees. You're assuming that he, he is 10 years old. You think he can afford to fly? That boy walks from country to country, except for, like, the three times I mean, he had he, to take a boat. He'd be able to fly if he just kept his fucking Charizard and was a good trainer. Or he's Pidgeot. Or he's Pidgeot. Or, you know, his fucking Butterfree. His Butterfree could fly. Yeah, but the, I, the fucking Butterfly Pokemon was not going to fly him anywhere. I'm pretty sure in Pokemon you can teach your your Butterfree fly and you can fly all over the place. I don't think you can. All right, I, we're gonna, I'm going to have to try it. Because I don't think... Did they have Buck... They did have Buck type back then. Yeah, but Butter, Butterfree maybe, maybe is one of the original maybe, 151. Maybe, maybe you Maybe you can't. Maybe, you can, I don't know, I'm just, I'm pretty sure you could teach, couldn't you teach Gyarados fly at some point? Wasn't he, like, flying at one point? Um, he's so, always been water fly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is so not a dragon. Could, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure you could te- You could have taught him fly at one point, but I don't really know. But he, like, um, he can fly and he is large enough that he could theoretically carry a person? Yeah. Butterfree, not so much. Though, no. if you haven't seen, apparently Ash does reunite with Butterfree. Yeah. Ash reunites with his Butterfree after... 22 25. years? How long has it actually been? Because he's still 10. Like, that is my question. So it's only been about 8 months since Butterfree left. That's why if you see, like, the little clip, he still has the perfectly, like, clean yellow bandana that Ash gave him. when Or Misty may have actually been the one, or maybe Brock. That's probably a Brock wait, move. Wait, really? 8 months? Oh, I'm just guessing. But, like... Okay. Like you, like you said, he really, so it's been at least, it's been at least six months, let's say. Like, bare minimum, it's been six months. Because when he gets back to Viridian City, after he makes, like, the loop through, like, all of Kanto, he says, I can't believe it's been a year since I started my journey. So he's 11. Well, at the end of Kanto, he's 11. We don't know what yeah. transpired between that. Like, there were some time travel movies in there. Like, he dealt with Dalhi and Palkia, he dealt with Cer- Celebi. Yeah. Like in the Pokemon universe, time is a is a nonlinear construct. Yeah. Like he went back uh, in time and became best friends with Professor Oak. Like that is actually the reason why Ash got Pikachu. It has nothing to do with other trainers taking all the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So their uh, final series, they're going to have like an eleven part final series. Yeah. With Pikachu and Ash, I don't really know much about it. I remember, I know I shared it on my Discord, but that was like the the video is only like what like three minutes long, and it's just basically a trailer saying hey ash is wrapping up in an 11 part miniseries and then we're getting a new series with a new protagonist and pokemon lead which seems to be all of the starters from or at least two of the starters no so all three it's apparently going to yeah it's going to have all three starters it's going to take place in the paldea region and it's it's going to be a a male and a female trainer okay um we don't really know much else about it yet um but yeah yeah the the whole Ash story is going to wrap up with like an eleven episode thing that I s- believe starts early January. Er, early January, and it's like to be a master or something like that, or Pokemon master or something like that. Um, and it is his road to be. It is his journey to become a Pokemon master. And throughout the trailer, you see him with um, what are the plain Pokemon? Um. I can't remember their names. They're legendaries, but they kind of look like planes. Oh, Latios and Latias. Yeah. They, I was very confused when you said of... the plane Pokemon. I'm like, you mean normal type? No. 
Like, he, the Pokemon looks like a plane, but you see him with one of them at one point in the trailer. Uh, you have Gary say to him at one point, now that you're a champion, how are you going to be a master? And so that's pretty much what kicks this 11-part series. If anything, I do want to watch the most recent season to watch him win, and I want to watch this series. I want to see, like, how they wrap this up, because, like, I haven't watched Pokemon in probably 20 years, and it's like... I it is the the games itself has been such a part of my lifetime that like I want to see how they wrap up what I watched twenty years twenty five years ago. Yeah, like I never I didn't keep up with the show either. Like I remember, like I watched like the first like the Kanto stuff, and I watched probably the first half of Johto. I know mm-hmm. I saw the first three movies in theater. Yeah. Um. But then like I never saw all of Johto. I saw a little bit of the Hoenn stuff. Um. And then I mostly fell off. I, I saw bits and pieces, not even bits and pieces. I saw like a couple episodes of the Battle Frontier, which I think they went back to Kanto for that one. And it was like, it wasn't like gym battles. It was like battles against like these like special people in this like special battle league that wasn't Pokemon League certified. And like a lot of these guys had fucking legendary Pokemon that Ash had to beat with his fucking Pikachu and Bulbasaur. Yeah. Cause there, I specifically remember there was, there was an episode where he had to fight an Articuno. And he fought the auto hit. He fought them with Charizard that he called up from from Johto. And then um, the the final battle was against a dude that had the the Reggie trio. Because I think this was before <laughs> they introduced um, Gigas. So it was yeah. Ice, Rock, and Steel. Um, and he called his like he grabbed his whole original team that he that he could have because like he didn't have Butterfree, but or Pidgeot, I guess. So <laughs> yeah. So it was really just Squirtle, Bulbasaur, Charizard, and Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he had like two other Pokemon that were just with him for that, that run. Uh, but like, other than that, yeah, like I never saw anything diamond pearl or beyond. Um, I did actually look, cause I, I thought all of it was on Netflix, but apparently it's not. A lot of it is, but it's like half seasons and stuff like that. It's, it's don't even worse than thing. that. Now all they have is like, Johto and then the most recent, or I'm sorry, all yeah. they have is Kanto and then the most recent. And like, they, I don't even think they have all of Kanto. No, no, it's the first 50 episodes out of like 80. Yeah. So it only goes up to like, like when, um, Togepi hatches or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even get to see him lose his first championship. Yeah. So that's a bummer. Um, cause like, it's not really available anywhere else. And that, mm-hmm. there are t- over 1200 episodes. Like, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, it's been, there's, there's, it's been on since 1997, there, I mean, yeah. and it's been on consistently since 1997. There's more episodes than there are Pokemon, which is a shock. <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there are more episodes of Pokemon than there are of One Piece. Are there really? Yeah. One, no way. One Piece hasn't even hit 1,100 episodes yet. Wow. One Piece anime also didn't start till 1999. Yeah. So Pokemon was out two years before it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, I, I would be totally willing to go back and, like, just slowly make my way through the whole thing, but I can't. I, it might be on like Hulu or Crunchyroll or something. Who knows? No, like but... I, I did. I checked. Like it's not anywhere. Wow. Like you can buy, you can buy them in like packs on Amazon, where it's like here's five episodes for twenty dollars. Yeah, that ain't happening. Yeah, that ain't happening. Like the only way to do give it me... is to basically like find like a torrent, basically, and do it illegal. If you can give me every episode for ten cents an episode. That's still a lot of money. Yeah, I was going to say, that that's uh, 1,200 episodes. That's still going to add up pretty quick. Drew, what is that? $120. Thank you. All right. Yeah. I was I was getting there. Yeah. $120. Yeah, you were getting you know, there. 120... Drew just knew. 
I, I figured that's what it was, but I just, I, for some reason, I was just like, I don't want to say 120 and be If wrong. they were a dollar, it would be $1,200, 10 cents. Just move the decimal place over to the left one. Yeah. I am, math is not my strong skill. Cobb couldn't even have figured out if they were a dollar, it'd be $1,200. No, like, honestly, I would have actually, like, stopped no. and, like, thought about that one for a minute, because it just, <laughs> it would have dawned on me eventually, but I would have stared at it be like, well, if you, like, but, do the math, and, like, I would have been halfway through it when I realized, like, oh, right, right, it's just one. But guys, we're forgetting about the premiere balls. The what? <laughs> so, in Scarlet and Violet, you can go to school and take classes. Yeah. I- and one of, the, one, of, one of the classes is a math class. And she asks you, if a Pokeball is $200, or 200 whatever, and you buy t- uh, and you buy 10 of them, or she asks, like, how many Pokeballs can you get for how much money, or something like that. And so you s- let them know the number. And... Most people are getting this wrong because it's like, well, yeah, you're right that you can get 10 Pokeballs for 2,000 coin, but for every 10 Pokeballs you get, you get a Premier Ball, so you were wrong, you get 11 balls for 2,000 coins. Wait, is that really the question? Like, the question's like a trick question? The trick, yeah, the question is how many Pokeballs can you get for 2,000 coins? And so I was just like, we, guys, we're forgetting about the premiere balls. For every ten episodes, we get a free epi- we get a premiere episode. So it's actually going to cost more. Drew, just being stupid. Drew, you hear that? That's For a- every ten episodes, we get a free premiere episode. <laughs> so it, we we might not be one hundred and twenty bucks. We're forgetting about the premiere balls, guys. Um, God, I hate I hated that when she did that because I got that one wrong. I got That's that what question you get wrong. for going like, to school. Yep. This is stupid. This, this well, is the world of Pokemon. You don't need to go to school. You just need to complete your treasure hunt. Uh, so th- that's that's one of the dumb things with Scarlet and Violet. To find out the history of the legendaries, you actually have to go to school. That's the only way to find find out about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I- yeah. So if you go, to, if you take, I guess it's the history. I'm assuming it's the history class. Um, they'll tell you about the like why the legendaries are. The legendaries, because my I was very confused as to why the legendaries are Chinese influenced in a Spanish influenced region. I didn't know. I and haven't seen was... any of the legendaries other than I guess Kyodon, Kyrodon, that your your mount. Oh, no, there. So there's four game legendaries that like. Have you seen the little swords in the ground? Oh yeah, no. I I know that there's one in each like yeah. region, and when you un- when you destroy all of those, like it unlocks like a a it, chamber it to go fight them or whatever. Yeah, it releases or opens up the legendaries, which they are all, like, Chinese-influenced character. And I was just like, why did they go Chinese-influenced with the Spanish region? And, and apparently they explained that, like, they were brought over from a different region or something. That's interesting, though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have to get back to that. I just haven't really had time. I, I'm at the point where the last thing I have to do before, like, I can do Endgame is to beat the Pokemon League. Like... I, f- mm-hmm. I finished Operation Starfall. I finished all of the um the Titans and all the gyms. I just have to go beat the Pokemon League and I can move on. Yeah, the League is so easy. That's what I figured. Uh-huh. And like, I am slightly like I was slightly over leveled for the last Starfall thing, which I think was the the highest leveled thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, I can't remember what the trainer was there, but yeah, that uh, was... they were fairy. Yeah, they were the fairy type. But it was, yeah, they were, like, level 55 plus. Yeah. And, the, and I was just barely over that with some of my Pokemon. Yeah. They were the hardest one just because I didn't have anything. I didn't have enough poison because mm-hmm. none of my team could learn any of the poison TMs I had. Yeah. Um. So, like, I had to actually battle them instead of just one hit killing them. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um. I will say, 
I'm a little sad to see that they're going to retire Ash and Pikachu, even though I don't watch the show anymore. Like, they're just, they're a mainstay. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. Well, that's because you hate so... Pikachu, because you're fucking weird. I, I, I think there is much better Pokemon out there that can be the face of Pokemon over Pikachu. And I think Ash is honestly the worst trainer. Yes, he's a, car- a kid that has heart, but he's a terrible trainer. Well, he has 70 Tauros. He has no fucking father to teach him how to fucking do it. He doesn't, he, he doesn't need a father just, to teach him how to do it. He just had to, to figure this shit out on his own. Yeah, and so did I when I played these games. And look how bad you are at them. I mean, I'm not bad. I've beat them all and I've been champion in every region. Haven't you not beaten, like, the originals? No, I beat the originals. Uh, for some reason, I thought you I, didn't play anything, the originals. If anything, the only ones I don't think I ever actually beat were black and white. I, f- I remember getting to a certain point in black and white, and then, like, s- just stopping for whatever reason. Not because I didn't like it or anything, just stopping. Um, and And, and just never going back to it. So, if anything, it might be Black and White, but I also might have actually beaten it, just don't remember beating it, because it's been... A decade. Yeah. That's fair. Um, Anything else about Pokemon? Like, do you actually want to talk about Endgame before I get there? Man, I beat Pokemon Scarlet and Violet two weeks ago, and let me tell you, that Endgame is sad. Well, I don't want to hear about it. Um, No spoilers. But but it's also also a pain after, and like, the the post-game stuff, the after credits stuff, it's such a pain. And I was just like, I was like, man, this is like, this is a waste. Why do we have to do this? You, well, you um, hate all of the after credits stuff. Well, no, like, I thought Swordbert and Sh- Shieldbert were the dumbest characters in the world. No, they were. They were They were the like, absolute like, worst. The, the content itself was fine. The, 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 the characters and stuff were, were what I did not like for that one. Um, it was, But for this one, after you beat the game, the credits roll, and the head of the Pokemon uh, League comes to you and is like, Hey, um, I have to go test all the gym leaders. Could you go do that for me? And so you have to go fight all the gym leaders again. Because she's too busy to do her job. So she has the champion, the person who saved the world. Go do that. I actually think that's kind of cool. I, it was, it was, it was like, you have to do a gym trainer assessment, so you have to then go fly and fight all the gym leaders. I face-rolled all of them, because I was still overpowered for it. Um, I think one of them I had a difficult time with, because I didn't have a good type advantage. But besides that, it was just like, here you go, um, and then when that's done, it's just like, alright, we have a tournament, go fight it, and then you're done. And now it's, the thing I have the biggest problem with, and one of the reasons I'm struggling going back to it after finishing all this is there's, we've talked about this yeah, a little bit, there's no daycare, um, so breeding sucks. It absolutely sucks. Disagree, actually, now that I've done it. You, so you're happy to sit there and just wait? Yeah, you can just fucking start a picnic, go do something for three minutes, come back, and you have, like, five eggs. I, I, I did, I started a picnic, and I actively waited there for 20 minutes and got one egg. Well, so it's it's like you, pasta. you fucked up. Eat a fucking sandwich that has egg power. I don't have any sandwiches that have egg oh, power. Fucking yes, you definitely do. I I mean, may, I have to hit, probably manually make it. No, but I don't have any pre-made a sandwiches. Thousand that has percent, egg power. you do. If but I do, still like and did when I like you definitely do. It's like, like, stupid easy. Like, it's but it's it's stupid though. It's dumb. 
that I just have to sit there and actively do the breeding myself? Why can't I drop my Pokemon off and go do other shit and then come back to it? So, you go, I mean, just, like, literally go, like, take five minutes, not even five minutes away from the game, and you'll get... But Richie but plays why on do stream. I, it's, and it's not even that. I Why do I have to do that off stream? Why do I have to do that? Why do I have to now play this game and do something else? You don't. You don't have to breed. I, I mean, have no intention on breeding. Fucking play with your... Uh, fucking brush your Pokemon, clean them up, make them happy. No, I, that's a waste of time. Like, let me go do other things. Let me go do raids while I'm breeding and go back every half hour and pick up my Pokemon and hatch the egg and then come back to it. Like, I, it's just, it's such, like, yes, you can get a lot of eggs a lot faster and then you're spending the time running around to hatch those it, eggs. It fucking takes no time. Like, takes literally maybe two minutes to hatch an egg. Tops. But it's... For like, anyone it, that you're going to fucking actually give a shit about. Like, the starters and Eevees. Like, <laughs> but it, but even before it only took a few minutes, like like a hundred steps or whatever it was to hatch an egg. Like it takes no time at all to hatch any eggs. But now I have to I have to sit there and have my system just lie in and idle while I'm doing while I'm doing other shit. Like I have to actively not play to play this game. If I want to breed, if I want to tra- EV train, if I want to get a better team, it pulls me away from it. I would much rather be running around while breeding from a a, 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 what's it called, a daycare. But it sounds like in this case, you can actually get more than one egg at a time. Daycares only ever gave you one. Yeah, like if you you forgot about the thing in daycare for an hour and a half, when you could have had, or even 30 minutes, like in this game, if you do a fucking sandwich that has egg power, you can literally get, I got five Eevee eggs in 10 minutes tops. But that is ten minutes of me not playing the game. Uh, you fucking interact with your Pokemon for fucking a couple minutes. Experience Why? some fucking joy in the game. Like <laughs> I, I experience joy everywhere except when I'm not playing it. Well, put Pokemon in, in your party that you need to like get their happiness and shit up for, and then like interact with them to get their happiness up, and then you'll be able to. That, that I, I've, oh, I'll be a hundred percent honest. I've always hated the happiness training. That happiness level for evolution. I just, I don't, I, I don't find that a cool feature. And I, like, I don't look forward to having to get a Blissey by doing that, having to get well, you're just a, a big Lucario grump. by doing that. Like, I just, I, I just, like, it's not, it's a stupid feature. Like, why, why do I now have to sit here and, and, and pet my Pokemon? I'm playing a video game to evolve my Pokemon to make a strong team. And now I have to make, like, like, this arbitrary background number that they don't even tell you the number or the level. You just have to guess and hope. Like it's just, I I don't I don't like it's that. It's a game I, like, for children. I, I, they don't make this many, for us. How many children? I hate that re- excuse. A game for children. Fuck that. This is a game for everyone who wants to play it. I'm allowed to not like something. You are, but what I'm saying is the Pokemon Company does not give a single fuck what an adult thinks about the game. They make them explicitly for children. That's why they're so simple. Mm-hmm. Like, but like it, that That has been a, a, a known thing. They, they make and gear these games for children under the age of 12. Like, yes, they have all, like, the, like the, like the stuff that you're talking about, like, the, the EV training and things like that, but, like, that is just a byproduct. It's just, I don't know, man. It's, the, like, this, this whole, it, this breeding feature is really the drag that's keeping me from completing my decks. I mean, I'm telling you, 
it's not that bad. It, but I should not have to not play a game to play. I, I'm telling you, it takes you, it takes fucking less time than fucking dealing with the fucking daycare to do it this. It may ha- no, that, a hundred percent, I agree it does. But I can still play the game while my Pokemon is in daycare. I could have been breeding and raising and training Pokemon throughout the entire game by just going to the daycare or two that there are. Sword and Shield had two daycares and dropping off these Pokemon and having them breed in the background while I'm playing the rest of the game. I'm telling you, well, here, it it takes less time to do this than it takes to go to the daycare, drop off the the Pokemon, then go to whatever area you're actually leveling up in, and then go back to the daycare and get the egg back, and then hatch the one egg at a time, and then do it all fucking over again. You you are not understanding my disdain for idle time. I'm saying that, like, like, it fucking is not that much idle time. It's literally not. It was for me. Well, because you fucked up. Because you fucked up and didn't interact with fucking functions of the game. I I also think that, like, I I didn't do any picnicking the entire time I played. Yeah, I actually don't know how to picnic. I assume it's just in the menu. Yeah. Literally, the only time I did it was, I, I got, when I finally got a fucking ditto, I've picnicked twice. Once to get a fuckload of EV eggs so I could have every evolution, and another to get an egg for my starter. What What are the things that eat that dittos might be? F- I don't know. Any, fucking like anything. Like anything. Oh, I thought there were like two the, specific things the, that like they tended to be mo- most often. There probably is a list of the things that the EV or the dittos can be and they can't be, but I don't know. The, the the best way to find an e- to find a ditto is to target the Pokemon in the overworld. Does it just come up as question marks if it's a um? It, it, yeah, if it's a Pokemon you don't have, like a ditto, it'll come up as question marks, even if it's transformed into whatever. Interesting, because you could do, you do the same thing with Zora. Zora, in order to find out what Pokemon, or if it, in order to find a Zora, because they always have the illusion ability. Right, that was the other one that, like, yeah. it, it'll look like a different Pokemon in the overworld. Yeah. But, I don't, so, I don't know about you, but whenever I did, like, the daycare breeding, I didn't do anything else. Like, I would, like, literally run back and forth there until I saw the lady holding the egg or whatever it is. She, like, I, she did something to indicate that she had an egg. Like, I wouldn't leave to go do other stuff, because it's like, I just want this fucking egg, yeah, I, I'm gonna, like, run around the area until her animation changes. I would, I would drop off, once I got a ditto... Which was like midway through, I would drop it off at the daycare, drop off whatever Pokemon I wanted to breed, go play the game, come back a half hour later, pick up my Pokemon, hatch it, switch out for whatever else I wanted uh, 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 breed, go play the game, come back and hatch it. Like, like, that was my rotation. Every half hour to an hour, I would go back, grab my Pokemon, switch it out, and go play the game again. Well, you know what? Like, I didn't, I never did breeding until I was done everything else anyway. So, like, there was nothing else to do. It was breed to get the few Pokemon that I needed or to get, like, the, like, the others, like, this, like, to breed my starter to then have my starter to trade somebody. Like, I didn't do that mid-game when, where there was other shit to do. I mean, I, I would, like, if I, if, to, because I'm not going to sit here and I'm going to try to complete as much of the Pokedex as I can while playing through the game. I'm not going to just go through the game. And not worry about getting the decks. That's one of the other reasons why I always have multiple teams is because, all right, well, this Pokemon needs to level up to get 
an evolution that I don't have, so once this Pokemon is done evolving, I'll switch out and go to another one and level that one up. That's why I always, like, change my teams while I'm playing to help clear the Pokedex. Oh, yeah, see, I wait till the end, until I'm done everything for that. And so if I have a Pokemon that's a upper evolution of something that has a lower form that I don't have... I would drop that off in the daycare mid-game and go pick it up and hatch the egg and then go back and go back to playing the game while the next one is going. Well, stop playing the game like that. Just save everything for endgame. But, again, that's a lot of time of doing nothing because once you do get to the endgame, it's, yeah, I'd be EV training whatever Pokemon I'm main EV training. Like, during old games, when you didn't have to sit there and actively breed, and you could just drop it off. You could pick a Pokemon, go and EV train that for a half hour, go pick up your Pokemon, hatch it, see if it's worth it, come back. I mean, back wh- and forth, back and forth. Why do you actually even like, bother with EV training? I don't, but I want to. That's the problem. I want to, but just the idea of having to sit here and, like, wait, even if it's five minutes or three minutes for five eggs, the idea of having to sit there and wait for these eggs to hatch or for these eggs to come in to then hatch five eggs and them not be the best EVs, so then I have to sit there and wait again. That is, it's idle time that I don't, I shouldn't have to do. I mean, that, that's the sort of idle time that you do while you're watching TV. I, yeah, but, like, I, I, I don't want to do it. It's, like, I want to finish my decks. I want to try to build a strong team. But I'm sitting here, like, even when I go to sit down and watch TV, I'm like, I should grab Pokemon, but I just, uh, either I, 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 I burn myself out of it, or just the, the thought of breeding is such, just the fact that I just, like, yeah, I turn it on, I, I set it up, and I watch How I Met Your Mother for a half hour. And then I go and I grab my 30 eggs, and then I run around. But while I'm running around hatching the eggs, and watching How I Met Your Mother, I'm not breeding more eggs. I'm just hatching these new ones. Checking their EVs, finding the ones that has the best EVs, putting it into the, the breeding spot with my ditto, getting rid of the rest, and then sitting there again while watching How I Met Your Mother for a half hour. It's just like, it is, there is a lot of idle time with this system. I just don't understand why, like, I don't understand why you want to EV trade. Because I want to try to get competitive. I want to try to have good, strong Pokemon. I want to try to battle people. Like, I don't want to just, I don't stop playing Pokemon I don't want to stop playing Pokemon just because I beat the game and caught all the Pokemon. I want to actually try to make a competitive team or battle people that I know. Or have people come into my stream and battle me from time to time. Like, I want to do more than just beat Pokemon and catch them all. All you need is a team of six mouseholds. <laughs> I, or, or, I mean, well, no, they, uh, they banned it, but you, you have, uh, five mouseholds and a Grevard. Oh, yeah. I, I think I saw that strat. I'll just say Doxbun also quite hardy. Who? Doxbun, the Fido evolution. Oh, I haven't gotten like, that one yet. Fido, not super great. Kind of squishy. He's dough. Um, but like his evolution, like can can take a little bit of a beating. He's a he's fairy type, so like if he gets hit hit with poison, he's generally just done. But like, yeah. fucking can take a beating, and also like um his attack rough play, um just fucking destroys everybody. I mean, rough, rough play destroys everybody, no yeah. matter what Pokemon who has it. No, I know, but, like, it, it is, like, one of the early moves that that Pokemon learns, and it's just, mm-hmm. it's good the whole way through. Yeah. But, so like, if, he can take a beating. If you're gonna use a Fairy-type, use Tinkatuff. Is that the is that the thing with the, the fucking hammer? Yeah. Yes. Because it's Fairy-steel. 
So oh, okay, I never looked at its type. I did catch one though. So guess what? Poison does fuck all. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is the best counter for poison as a fairy type. Well, do you guys want to move on from Pokemon? Yeah, let's move on to Dragon Ball Soup. Yeah. So the manga took like a six month hiatus ish. Um, mm-hmm. I, th- I want to say it was August. Um, August might have been the last chapter. Um, where they wrapped up the storyline they had with um Goku and Vegeta fighting just a bunch of weird alien villains that were sort of in league with Frieza. And then that ended with Frieza showing up and showing that he, he, he trained in a, in a hyperbolic time chamber for a year and got a new form and just oh fucking God. wrecked Goku and Vegeta, but like left them alive. It, like he literally just went to embarrass them and then like left. Um, so now Goku and Vegeta are back on Beerus's planet training and that's how the chapter opens up. It's like Goku and Vegeta got their asses hit, kicked by a new Frieza. So now they're, they're back at it training. Um, like but we're not going to talk about that here we're going to talk about goten and trunks mm-hmm. um and then it fast forwards or or jumps to earth um and like goten and trunks are teenagers now so like it's hard to tell how much time has passed because like if you go off of the they have not been shown since the tournament of power in in the anime mm-hmm. and the manga and they were still they looked just like they did in the in the boo saga like they both look like they were seven and eight still but I think they were supposed to be like more like ten at that point, because there's definitely been time, and at this point, it's probably been like close to five more years since the start of Super, because I think they say that Pan is in like kindergarten or pre-K or something like that. Um, but yeah, they're, they're like they go to high school and shit. But they are also following in Gohan's footsteps and have become the new great Saiyans. Jesus. Um. So they they are Saiyan X one and Saiyan X two. Um. Mm-hmm. And they. They are modeling themselves after some goofy, like, comic book video game superhero guy that is about to have, like, a new movie. Um, and they run around in, like, these suits they made fighting crime. <laughs> and it's very funny because it's, it's Goten and Trunks. And they're, even though they're older now, they're, like, they're still fucking stupid. Like, in a good way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Trunks has a crush on, um, Mai, who is, um, one of, it, it's the girl that was with Emperor Pilaf. Okay. Um. So it, who's like, wouldn't she be like 40 now or something? Like so that? she'd be in like her fifties technically. Um, so Emperor Pilaf was like the first villain in Dragon Ball and he had that, that like fox guy and the, the yeah. human woman. Um, yeah. and at the beginning of Dragon Ball Super, um, I think this actually happens in Battle of the Gods too. They get a hold of the Dragon Balls and they accidentally wish themselves to be children. Right. Um, yes, it was in Battle of the Gods. So they are children, like, throughout most of Super, and, like, like, they pop up here and there. Um, and actually during the, um, during the Goku Black Saga, where, like, we revisit the future Trunks timeline, um, Mai is, like, an adult there, and her and Trunks have some sort of, like, relationship going on. Um, Mm -hmm. but they're, they're leaning into the fact now that Trunks has a crush on her. But it's kind of weird because she is like, while she looks like a 15, 16 year old, she is 50. Like, yeah, yeah. They were, they were turned into children, but they do not have the mentality of children. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's kind of like when Goku got turned into a child in GT. Like, he was still Goku, which I guess is still childlike, but, you know, he was still an adult in just a child's body. It's very weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It, it was a fun chapter. Um, I'm, I'm glad it's back and I'm, I'm curious to see, uh, like, where this arc goes, because they, they did say that, like, Goku and Vegeta are not going to be, like, the focal point of it, and they already introduced at the end of the chapter, um, the villain from the superhero movie, 
um, that weird, it, it's Dr. Giroux's like grandson or something like that. Um, he, he is the one that made the two new androids in the movie. He appears to be the villain in this. And I'm pretty sure this is, so like the movie obviously doesn't count towards this, but they're using stuff from the movie now in the manga, which I think is kind of neat. Um, cause I believe at the end of the movie, Bulma had recruited the kid to like come work for Capsule Corp. And that's definitely not where this is at, but yeah. it should be, in- it should be interesting to see where this goes and to get like a, an arc without Goku and Vegeta just getting new forms. Cause that is unfortunately what the last few arcs have been. Like Goku got his ultra instinct and then he got like all the different forms of ultra instinct. Vegeta learned how to like suck power out of people. And then he became, yeah, it's, isn't it like ultimate pride or some shit like that. So he had, so he learned how to harness the destroyer energy that Beerus has because he can't do ultra instinct. And he calls that ultra ego when he basically okay. goes into like destroyer mode. Um, yeah. but the arc before that, he goes to the planet where Goku learned instant transmission, um, to try and like learn stuff from them. And they teach him how to, they teach him perfect control of his key. And in that, they also teach him an ability where he can actually suck the key away out of somebody else. Um, mm-hmm. so like it, it doesn't like power him up, but it, it weakens whoever he's fighting when he can do it. Um, and like he's actually the key to them beating the, the bad guy in that arc. He does not, however, learn how to like sufficiently do instant transmission. It's one of those he pulled it off once to get from Yardrat to Earth, and that was it. Okay. Um, but it, I like that they're, they're focusing on these characters that, like, they've never focused on before. Cause, like, you know, they, they introduce Goten and Trunks and they get, like, you know, they had the Gotenks run in Z, but then they've, they've very much just been, like, background side characters in all of Super. Like, they, sh- they got, they brought fucking Master Roshi and Tien to the Tournament of Power instead of the two fucking Super Saiyan children. Yeah. Who, like, while goofy and immature, probably stronger than Master Roshi and Tien. Yeah, I, I would think so. Like, and, confu- like, well, yes, if they fused and then got knocked out, like, they they lose two people that way. But, like, they confuse and go Super Saiyan 3, like, they could have definitely taken out, like, a good chunk of these fucking other fighters. Yeah. Because, like, I'm pretty sure Tien and, and Master Roshi took out a, a handful of them each. So, like, it would have been okay. Uh, yeah, unless there was some some rules in the tournament that you need an old ass man and a weakling, and that's that's how they were able to win. No, because they, they purposely didn't bring Yamcha. Okay. They they okay. fucking they they made a deal with the fucking um King Yama to have fucking Frieza resurrected for a day instead of bringing their friend Yamcha. <laughs> oh, poor Yamcha! <laughs> like I will say, that was a very funny part of that like arc was. They're them trying to find like the recruits, and they originally had Boo. And every time, like they they keep doing this because Boo is actually overpowered. Um, they keep having him ready for these tournaments, and then having something happen that he can't fight in it. So in the first like Universe Six Verse Seven one, he failed the written test. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in this one, he trained really hard, and he, it was Fat Happy Boo, but he looked like um Super Boo, the one that had absorbed Gohan and Piccolo and everybody. Yeah. Um, but then he got tired and fell asleep for a month, so he couldn't. Stupid. Dude. Yeah, so he he couldn't go to the tournament. So there was like this stretch of episodes where like Yamcha is like sitting at home, like by the telephone, basically like waiting for Goku to come, like bring him to the tournament, and then Goku goes to the afterlife and fucking borrows Frieza. Yeah, and it's like, man, 
that's a big fuck you to that guy. Yeah. I feel like the writers now do it on purpose. It's like, oh yeah, everyone, everyone hates on him. And so to make him an actual fighter after this long, it's just, you can't do it. You can't do it at all. Yeah. And I mean, like he, he is the one that gave up fighting the longest ago. Cause like Krillin's at least a cop. Uh, yeah. But like Yamcha, I think gave up fighting after Cell, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Cause like he just, he he was the first one to run into an android and immediately fucking got bodied and was just like, all right, guys, I'm I'm done. Like, yeah, yeah, I can't do shit here. Like, no one wants to see Wolfang Fist anymore. Like, I'm just gonna go home. I'll yeah. I'll see everybody later. This fucking dude with receding hairline stole my only girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but they did do in so in Super there was a, a, like a like a filler ish episode where they played baseball. Um, and, mm-hmm. and Yamcha was all excited because, like, I think at some point he was a baseball player. Okay. So, like, he was the one that knew the rules and all that stuff. And, like, everybody else was just being stupid about it and, like, using, like, fucking their, all their su- crazy superpowers. Um, but it ends with Yamcha being exploded in a ditch and him just, like, laying in the fetal position, which was a callback to when the Cybermen killed him in the Saiyan socket at the beginning of the series. Yeah. It was very good. I enjoyed it. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that, that this is back, and I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. Um, it's certainly better than the Baruto manga, which I just stopped reading like six months ago because it was just not good. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of people are trashing that. It's terrible. Like, it'll, it'll have like these little moments where like, it'll have like a couple chapters that are good, and then it'll just stop being good again. And I know the, the anime is all over the place because it's running concurrently, and the manga releases monthly, so it's constantly caught up to it. And just doing, like, really bad filler arcs because nobody likes these characters. Like, Baruto is not... Whereas, like, Naruto was a likable character. Like, he was annoying and stuff like that, but it's like, you get it. Like, and, like, you rooted for him. You don't root for Baruto. He's a spoiled fucking brat. Mm-hmm. Like, up to, up to the point that I've read and watched, he has almost no redeeming qualities. Yeah. Um, and then, like, they went and killed fucking Kurama. Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen that all over the place. That, like, he used uh, Baryon Mode, which killed the Nine Tails, and he won't be back for, like, thousands of years. Yeah, if, if he ever really, like, comes back. Like, who knows? Yeah. But, like, he he didn't even tell Naruto that it would, like, he told Naruto it would kill both of them. Yeah. And then, like, he, he, at the end, he's yeah. just like, yeah, no, I didn't really say that. Like, it's just me that it sacrificed. You'll be fine. Well, I think he'd tell, he if I remember correctly, or at least some of the dubs that I've seen, because I've seen, like, clips and, and, and stuff, it's like he says that Naruto has to make a sacrifice in order to use this ability. I don't think he necessarily says that Naruto has to die, but he says that Naruto has to make a sacrifice, which Naruto took as, I'm going to die. No, in, in the manga, at least in the English translation for the manga and, like, the sub for that episode... Karama does actually say that, like, they'll both lose their lives, but okay, he he basically did that because he knows Naruto wouldn't sacrifice just him. Yeah, he he did that to be. Yeah, he he had the right intentions. He knew he knows Naruto enough to know to be like, yeah, it, I'll die, but you'll be fine. And Naruto be like, then I'm not using it. We'll find another way. Yeah, dude, it it was a very sad chapter though, where it's like it's just they they beat the bad guy. And then they're in like that weird little like mindscape, and it's not like that that wet palace anymore. It's the um, it's honestly more reminiscent of the place that like his mom takes him. Yeah. Um, and Karam is just like, yeah, I'm dead now. Like, sorry. Um, and yeah, it just it's... ends with like Naruto like screaming his name as like he fades away to nothing. 
Yeah, I've I've seen that. I've seen like fan fan videos of it, and it's it is it's so sad. Like I've teared up. I'm like, man, now I kind of don't want to watch Baruto just to see this part. I like honestly, like um, just fast. But Baruto has like three decent arcs in it, and that was one of them. The other one was um, it was very early on, and it was actually based off of like a side story they did that Baruto wasn't in. Um, <laughs> it's um, Naruto is going to meet up with Sasuke. And Serata follows him, um, yeah. because she's never met her dad before. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and talk about bad dads in anime, Goku and now Sasuke. Yeah. Well, no, Sasuke almost kills her too. Yeah. But, uh, that was a good arc because it was just, um, Sakura ends up showing up too because her daughter went missing. Um, and it's just Serata seeing like how like ridiculously powerful those three are as like these like crazy monsters keep attacking them. Mm-hmm. And, like, Naruto actually gets impaled on Sasuke's sword at one point and just kind of, like, pulls it out and he just heals and she's just standing behind him like, what the fuck are you people? Yeah. But, yeah, that 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 show is not good. Um, Dragon Ball Super has been good, though. Nice. Yeah. Uh, how is uh, Mega Man X2? So, Mega Man X2, um, it's, it, it, it's, it's not, it wasn't bad. It was not as good as Mega Man X1. Um, it was also a little bit easier than Mega Man X1. I forget. The, is is X3 the one people like the most? I don't know. I have no idea. Drew? Um, no clue. I've I've had people comment on posts that X2 is the best. I've had people say X1 is the best. Um, I have no idea. Uh, I'm going into a lot of this blind. Um, but it was honestly one of the hardest parts about the X or X2 is. They incorporate this feature where they have the X Hunters. They're they're trying. They're there are three robots. There are three Mavericks that are trying to kill X. Um, and every time you play a stage, and whether you lose or, or or beat it, if you don't fight and kill that X Hunter in that stage, they will move to a different stage, and so they jump around. If you do not defeat the Hunter on the stage that they're in. Uh, before you beat this, like, when you beat that stage, they disappear for good. And that then keeps you from getting 100% completion, which getting 100% completion cuts out an entire boss fight. Um, so that was honestly the most annoying part was, like, I, I used a guide because I don't know anything about these games and I want to get as best 100% completion as I can, meaning getting all the armors at minimum, getting all the armors, uh, uh, tanks and heart heart containers, I don't really care about, like, the special moves. So, like, Hadouken was in X1, uh, Sodioken is in X2, I don't know if there's another, or Sodoken, whatever, is in X2, I don't know if there's one in X3, I think Hadouken's back in X4, but, like, I don't really care to get those, but I do want to get the full armor piece and make sure to have all the collectibles collected so that, like, I get the full or whatever 100% completion story um, so I've been using guides for this one, and, like, the guide, it tells you, like, do this fight, do that fight, or do this level, do that level, kill all the boss, kill the three X-Hunters, um, but, it, the, like, the, what I was using wasn't explaining, like, how to kill them, They're, it wasn't giving me their best weakness or anything like that, it was a bad, um, it was really a bad guide, it was a very bad guide. Yeah, it doesn't sound uh, great. But overall, like, the game was decent. It was Mega Man X. Um, it wasn't, like, the, there wasn't, like, a major difficulty spike in this one. On X1 was harder. For sure, X1 was harder. I beat, I beat Sigma in this one in one try. 
Whereas in X1, it took me probably 20 to 30 minutes last week. Um, and the, the worst part, I would say the worst part about X2 is the level design for Fighting Sigma is, um, in X1, they gave you a room that you could fill up all your heart tanks every, like, it's just, it, all it is, is like, uh, a, a, you wall jump up into the boss room and some wormies come out. Uh, of the side of the wall, and you can kill them, and that'll let you fill your heart tank. So you can go in and full force fight Sigma, and, and every time you die, you can just refill all your heart tanks and go back at it, which usually also consists of getting at least one or two one-ups as well. Um, in this one, if you if if you were to die against Sigma, there is nowhere in the level to easily refill your tanks and stuff. I, I had like five lives when I went after Sigma. And I used all of my heart tanks. If I had died, I would then basically just have to go die four more times to go refill my heart tanks. Oh, that is kind of annoying. Uh, because, yeah, because there's nowhere to refill it. And, like, yeah, I, I could just, I'll buy it, be 100% honest, I could just get good. But, uh, I, I... But let's I, be realistic. You're never going to get good. I'm never going to get good at games like these. Like, I, I got some pattern recognition in some of the boss fights. But, like... They're, these boss bosses were like so random sometimes, especially the X hunters. That it was just like you know, I just I can't. The hardest boss probably in any Mega Man game I've ever had to fight was I, Sergis, I believe his name was. He's one of the X hunters. He's the second one you fight in uh in Sergis in 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 not Sergis in uh in Sigma's castle, I guess you can call it. And the first time you fight him, he stands on a platform that goes side to side in the stage. If you shoot, he pops up a, uh, a, a force field around the platform. He'll occasionally jump and do a spin jump and shoot out that you can hit him. But if you, after a while from shooting, the force field will disappear. So you basically have to charge and wait for him. You, you can't really use any other weapon except for charge shot the first time. Because you shoot and charge and the portal's out. Or, or the, the, the force field's out, and then once it's down, you release the charge shot, and it hits him. The second time you fight him, it starts off, you're in a room, there's four platforms, and there's a big thing with, like, four or five cannons on it. You have to break all the cannons before you can even hit him. Once you destroy all the cannons, you can then start throwing bombs at him, but you can only hit him on the head. And so the best way to do that is use the weapon that drops when you shoot it. Like the bubble lead? Like the bubble lead and stuff like that. Where, but like this, it's like, it's not like the bubble lead where it just drops once you shoot it. it like, it goes but drops. It's like a, a grenade, basically. But the platforms that you're on, there's two of them, they go up and down. And the gun he's shooting has either a uh, north, south, east, and west or diagonal shot when it bursts. So it'll go out to a certain point, burst, and it'll go up, down, left, and right, or diagonal and an X. Uh, from where it bursts. It'll, sh it'll shoot out little pellets for in each direction. The only way I could figure out how to fight it was the cheesiest thing. You have to stand between the two platforms and have it raise you each time, which keeps him low. And once you reach the bottom, when the two platforms meet, you have to shoot, and you'll hit his head. And he just has to sit there, and as it drops, you shoot, and it hits his head. And it brings you up, and it drops, and you shoot, and it hits his head. That fight took me... Even when I beat it, when I beat it, it took me about five minutes. Um, but the fight itself and trying to figure that out and get into it, it took me at least a half hour. That was the worst and hardest fight in that game. 
Yeah, that does. That sounds like a lot. It was. It was a lot. But then you it got through not... Sigma in one try. Uh, so then the next would be Agile, which I got through. The level was hard, but the boss was simple. Um, uh, and then it was the boss rush, which I did all of that in one life uh, without using a, an energy tank. No, I did use an energy tank at one point. Um, it, during the boss rush because. It was the last boss, and I was close to death, and I didn't want to have to fight it again, so I just healed myself. And then Sigma, which you go through the level, and Sigma only had two phases this time. If you 100% the game, Sigma only has two phases. If you don't 100% it, by kill, at least, uh, you don't even necessarily need 100% it, you just need to kill the three X-Hunters the first time you encounter them, well, uh, in, in like the stage select, to get the three parts of Zero, so that then Zero comes and kills Dark Zero. And then you can just go right after Sigma, which is was two. He had two phases. His second phase was like super easy. It was like the dumbest thing ever. But yeah, it was it was good, and it was just it's that ominous Mega Man X is the war over. Will it ever be over? Ending, and it was I enjoyed it. I I I, I have a blast with these, even when I'm frustrated. Which there was a lot of times where I was getting frustrated because there was a lot of spikes and a lot of crush deaths in this game, and those are. If you give me a game where you can get one hit killed at full health because of bad timing, I get instantly missed. Well, you just have to get good, and then it won't happen. It's so there were there were times that like I would I would be through this whole segment, and like I would just I would you would have to do a dash jump across, but I to get across like this pit you have to do a dash jump to get across it and i'd never gotten to that point before now do the dash jump drop a thing kill me in one hit when i have full health then have to start way back at the beginning of the stage again and then it would i would get through some of the things no problem and then i would mistime my jump jumping back at a certain point and i'd get crushed again and it's just so frustrating when you give me blind jumps with spikes or crush blind crush jumps like the the you it's I mean this is an old school game they were made to replay and learn because that's all you had back then it's not like new age games where it's like oh go get all the collectibles get all this get all that blah 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 it's just all right you just play this until you remember it and that's like that's really what it is and like when I'm sitting there trying to beat a game in about three to four hours I I I tend to rush through it a little bit because I don't I. I don't want to just learn all this. I want to get through, and I want to beat the bosses. I want to fight the bosses. That's what I'm here for. I mean, yeah, I mean, that is that is the whole point of those games. Wh- which one do you actually get to pick Zero as a playable character? Is that like four or five or something like that? I think that's, I think that's four. That's the PlayStation one, which I think is four. It's the first PlayStation. Okay. Because I think there was I think there was two on PlayStation, and then like maybe two on PlayStation. Yeah, I know they definitely went to PlayStation 2. We were talking about that last week. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to say about Mega Man? Nope. I'll be on Mega Man X3 on Monday. Well, good job. Thanks. But I guess with that, it'll probably be a show unless either of you guys have anything else to talk about. Nope. No. I'm good. All right. Well, in that case, we will um, be watching and talking about dr- the original Jurassic Park from 1993 in two weeks on whatever date that was, January 5th. Um, but other than that, if you'd like to find more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com, or you can help us, help us out by supporting us at patreon.com slash onequest. If you can't support us there with your dollars, though, you can go to your favorite podcast platform, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, a whole bunch of fun places. Rate us, review us, subscribe to us. It all helps a whole bunch. 
You can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline or at one underscore quest on Instagram and Twitter. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo. And you can always send us emails to social at one-quest.com. And then, Rich, you'll be streaming a whole bunch. Yeah, twitch.tv slash b underscore one. Let's come watch me stream video games uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Uh, if you, uh, at the day this airs, if you come join my stream, uh, I know my original schedule said Pokemon maybe. It's probably going to be grounded because I really want to play that game and I have it installed now on my PC. Um, and Friday, if I can get enough people to still play, we're doing my 250 follower celebration. Well, it's now 263 follower celebration. Um, we're going to do some Among Us or Among Us, however you want to call it. I just, it's a joke. Um, and potentially do that hide and seek feature that they've recently added that I really, really want to play. I think we have like four or five, including me, I think we have like four yeses and three maybes or something like that. I don't, I have to find, I have to reach out, I have to ask people. But yeah, we might, we might be doing that on Friday. Otherwise, maybe more grounded on Friday. No stream this Sunday because it's Christmas. That's fair. And yeah, for anyone that like celebrates holidays and stuff like that, have a good one. And, uh, yes. I mean, we'll be back next week between Christmas and New Year. So thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.